Hello and welcome to Luxury Menswear, the podcast by J.L. Rocha Collections. My name is Jose Noel Rocha, and I will be your guide through this journey of luxury leather goods, men's style, and Mexican history. Today, we speak on the topic of suede stories. Now, I don't just mean the story of suede, the history of it, I mean the journey that you take with your product and the development that happens with it, the experiences that come with wearing a beautiful suede good. When we first started JL Rocha Collections and I had begun to design luxury leather goods, I didn't know enough about the way that materials wore, the way that materials developed over time and the patina that could develop, the different ways that scuffs would accentuate the leather, how to care for suede. These were all questions that were on my mind, but I was lucky enough to go and take it. Adventure into new possibilities and the beginning always starts with the right step forward. I began with my first design ever the 9500 tasseled suede loafer in smoke. I wanted a beautiful, delicate suede loafer that would propel you into a world of unique possibilities. I'd never seen a light gray suede loafer and I wanted to make something that not only looked beautiful but also had the details that shone brightly and made sure to create a unique shoe. The 9500 suede loafer in smoke has a gorgeous handmade wingtip design with a half brogue on the shoe as well. The suede loafers are adorned with a hand tied tassel and they look beautiful as well. The first time that I ever got these shoes I was so excited because I was actually venturing off to a course in how to design and cost and source materials for luxury leather shoes. I went to New York around the time of New York Men's Fashion Week, which was also an exciting treat, and I was able to enjoy the lessons from the Arsutoria and the class that they gave. And in that class, not only did I learn a lot of amazing things and meet a lot of amazing people, designers from multiple brands and different luxury houses, but I also got to experience a beautiful city in shoes that I had designed myself. Now, I wasn't lucky enough to be with my parents the entire time, but they came to visit in the ending parts of the course. We stayed for about a week after the course had finished in New York, and we enjoyed the city. We went to different restaurants, we saw different locations, we visited with friends, and one of the best moments for me was receiving compliments on these suede loafers. I wore these gray suede loafers all over the city, walked all over, and in restaurants, on the street, in class, many people complimented the style. And I felt proud that I created something that caught the eye of others. And the funny thing about these loafers is that when I wore them, I wasn't thinking about receiving compliments. I just wanted to look the way that I wanted to look. I wanted to look good, or at least what I defined good as. And that trip truly helped me define myself in my own style. I was able to wear these suede loafers with jeans, with khakis, with a suit, and 
I've done this over the years, and each time I wear them, there's something a little different about them. Each little scuff, each little line, I clean them and I care for them, and they have this beautiful shine now that just deviates in color across all spectrums of light. And they make a wonderful addition to any outfit I wear. And that first trip to New York is a story that I'll always hold dear, not just for the experience, but of course, because I got to wear my first suede design. After that trip, I went back to California. I continued my education. And of course, I continued to design new products. There are some prototypes that are sitting here in my studio and a couple of prototypes that are sitting in the JL Rocha showroom that we still haven't developed, that still haven't been made. And among some of those prototypes are a few gorgeous looking jackets that we just haven't exactly hit right. There are a vest, there's a kimono style jacket, and these are some of the hidden nuggets that I only share with you during this podcast because I want you to know that this is a family brand and that we're developing every day. We take in mind everybody's individual style and try to find something that can span across different walks of life, different age groups. Anybody can wear our products. It's just a matter of how you wear them. And knowing that when you wear these products, you wear a uniquely crafted item that was ethically made and that has true history behind it. Not just my family history, but also the history of Mexico. And as we look into the history of Mexico, we have to begin a bit farther, across the ocean into Europe, and we should look at the history of suede. Because when you Google where does suede come from, you'll actually receive the Google definition of suede, along with dictionary.com's answer. And literally translated, the word is French, meaning gloves from Sweden. Gone du Suède. And that term actually is a credit to the Swiss because they are the originators of suede. They were the first to actually use an animal hide. They used a sheepskin. And instead of using the tough leather side of the actual hide, they developed a warmer, more malleable glove. And traditionally, suede was actually only used for gloves in terms of the material and in terms of the tradition. But fast forward beyond the colonization of Mexico and into a bit of the end of the 17th century, you actually find that suede had multiple uses. In a book written by a professor in Cambridge University, you can see the history of Mexico as they create an interrogation of bourbon employees, bourbon manufacturers in Mexico, and its prehistory. And the author of the book breaks down how León Guanajuato and pretty much all of Mexico was developed in three different aspects, agriculture, mining, and manufacturing. These three different areas of expertise, regional materials, and potential for development are what led Mexico into a more modern and commerce-oriented century. And before the 18th century, when suede first began being made, there were only 10 factories in León, Guanajuato. Factories, if you could call them that. 
They're more like workshops, talleres. Uh, some would even call them encomiendas, which is a bit of a different term that stems from the hacienda system. And we won't get into all of that history, but I will say that over time, the regions developed. And beyond the development of suede, you see the development of many traditions. And in our traditions, you'll find the beautiful art of charreria. And charreria is actually a beautiful skill that requires excellence in horsemanship, being able to ride and being able to handle yourself to be able to command not only an animal, not only your own skills, but also to a certain degree your style. And charros actually have quite a lot of rules to their skill and to their craft. And among those rules, you actually need to know the style to be able to present yourself appropriately. There are three different forms of charro styles. There's actually the traje de faina, the traje de media gala, and the traje de gala. Meaning essentially that there is a more casual tier there is a semi-formal tier, and there is a formal tier of vestment for a charro. Now, across these different tiers, there are different forms of garment that you wear. And when we look at the semi-formal and the formal tier, you see suede. You see gorgeous suede in terms of the chaps, the shoes, the boots, the belt. All of these different forms of garment can be worn in order to present yourself as somebody who is elevated in their post, elevated in their position, and therefore you can present your style more adequately. And being from Mexico, knowing this history, knowing that there is style that's infused with the production of these goods, it makes me proud. And it makes me happy to be able to wear things that come from this form of history, that have been developed over the years, and that allow me to honor the people who came before me. And that's why when we design luxury suede goods, we don't just look for something that everybody else is making. We look for something that will honor our history, that will honor our past. And that's what you can see in our Rivera flight jacket. My second favorite design. It might be my first favorite jacket of all of the jackets that I've designed over the years because, to be honest, it feels the most comforting to be enveloped in this gorgeous suede flight jacket, a bomber, and know that it comes from our history. It's named after Diego Rivera, an honorary member of Guanajuato, who painted so many amazing and beautiful murals who traveled across the world. And like him, that jacket has also traveled many, many places. Another beautiful memory for me is graduating college. Now, this was years after we had first created JL Rocha when I was in high school. This was many, many designs later, and I had always wanted to design a suede bomber jacket. And finally, this was the year that it was able to happen. In this time, I really cared about the details, and I didn't just care about making sure that the aesthetics were there, but I cared about the sourcing. I cared about making sure that the ethical production was there, but beyond that, that the materials were beautiful. And we found this gorgeous suede, and it looks caramel, cinnamon. 
it's developed over the years and has many different shades throughout it. This jacket, the Rivera flight jacket, came with me across the ocean and over to Italy, where I went to visit a friend who was studying abroad and I had the beautiful enjoyment of experiencing Piti Uomo. And throughout Piti Uomo in the winter of Florence, I actually realized that this jacket can handle a lot. There was a bit of rain, there was a bit of snow, and I'm not recommending that you wear your suede jacket in rain and snow, you really shouldn't, but you shouldn't be afraid to live either. That's the beauty of a suede story. You get to enjoy this world and allow yourself to develop. This life is full of bumps and bruises. It's full of lessons, and you should enjoy every minute of it. I don't want you to forget that these products have life inside of them. I never want to forget. And that's why whenever I wear my suede, whenever I travel with my suede, I get excited for a new story, to see how the suede will develop, to care for it, to let it age with time and turn beautiful. And hopefully, as I look back on some of these legacy pieces, as I grow older and these products develop and become more and more beautiful, I'll have more stories to tell. Because a story is what moves us forward, and we all write our own. The only question is what will you do with yours? At J.O. Rocha Collections, we want to thank you for supporting us, because we want this story to be beautiful for everyone. Ethical practices, individual style, honoring not only our history, but the history that's yet to come and the history that you're making with us. My name is Jose Noel Rocha, and this was Luxury Menswear by JL Rocha Collections. You have my gratitude, and as always, I wish you handmade moments. Gracias.